The Tennessee Titans overtime loss to the Colts looks like rock bottom, but it might be the best thing for them. I'll explain why on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This 31-28 overtime loss looks like rock bottom for the Titans, but I think it might be exactly what they needed. We'll talk about that. Also, tighten up, tighten down to go over the good and bad performances in this game. Going to do tighten up or tighten down first. Talk about this coaching staff, man, because you can't just say it's a bad roster. And then we'll do tighten up and talk about Will Levis and my thoughts on the rest of the season going forward. Before we get into all of that, I do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you're watching as well. The show's always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. All right, look. This this could be considered rock bottom, guys. I mean, think about everything that just happened here. Number one, that was the craziest game of the season by far. All the twists, all the turns, the injuries, the wild plays, back and forth. That was the most unhinged, drunk, insane game of the season, first and foremost. But you dive in even more. It's a home loss in overtime to a division rival that has now swept you with a new head coach. It ends completely. I mean, the playoff talk was over for me already. But this ends any talk about making the playoffs for the Titans, even if they aren't mathematically eliminated. Not only that, but, oh, the Titans never lose at home. Yes, they do to a Colts team that the Colts are good, but come on, man. The Colts don't look like they should be a playoff team. So, to me, you add in all of that, ends the home win streak in Nashville, ends the playoff talk, swept by the Colts, Overtime loss at home. You got injuries to Jeffrey Simmons, Derrick Henry, and Ryan Stonehouse. Maybe the three best players on the team. And not only that, but this coaching staff gets embarrassed. All right, we're going to talk more about the coaching staff in a moment. But two, I mean, they called one of them a fumble. All right, they changed it in the stat book to be a fumble. But two blocked punts is really what we saw. Make no mistake about it. Two block punts, both coming off the left side, back to back. So, if you want to call this rock bottom for the Titans season, embarrassed, outcoached, bad roster, swept by the Colts, ends the home win streak, ends the playoff talk, 
injuries to your best players. If you want to throw all that in a pot and say, this is rock bottom for the Titans, let me know. Do you think this is rock bottom for the Titans? Back-to-back block punts. Two block punts in one game for the first time since 1991. I was born in 1991. Malpractice by the Titans coaching staff. So if you want to put all of that together in a pot and call this rock bottom for the 2023 Tennessee Titans, I would accept that. And you would probably be right. I think that's right. This is rock bottom for the Titans. In that locker room, this has to feel like rock bottom for the Titans. You can't even say you defend your own home anymore. You got swept by the Colts. But let me say this. And sometimes when I get on these shows, you guys ask, Tyler, how do you have a smile on your face? How do you have so much energy? How are you so seemingly excited even after the Titans lose games? Well, I got to tell you, this game more than any, this may be rock bottom, but Will Levis has shown me enough. Will Levis is under constant pressure with improper coaching, a conservative game plan, the worst, not the worst, but probably a bottom three offensive line in the NFL. All of that is happening, and Will Levis is still making plays and getting this team down the field and putting them into positions to score. 26 points the offense was able to put up today. And most of it was on big plays that Will Levis made. Derrick Henry had two rushing touchdowns in the game. But how'd they get there? Will Levis making big plays. So, yes, overtime loss, swept by a rival, ends the playoff conversation, ends the Nashville win streak, the injuries to the best players, the outmatched coaching staff, all of that. But Will Levis can play. And that is what's most important. Do not lose sight of it. And not only that, but it has to be said, the draft pick. You're a fake fan, loser's mentality. They should always want, okay, blah, 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 all that. But I'm just telling you, the Titans only have four wins. And you look at the rest of their schedule, they may not win another game. This was the last game I thought that they would win. And they didn't win it. So if you want a chance at Marvin Harrison Jr., if you want Joe Olafashanu, if you want to make this team better in the offseason, not just we talk about the first round pick and where the Titans will pick in the first round. This helps their pick in every round that they have their draft pick. So, yes, this may be rock bottom, but Will Levis can play and the Titans draft pick got better today. Let me tell you some fun information. Right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have four wins also, are leading the Carolina Panthers at halftime. The Arizona Cardinals beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 24-10. The Cardinals now have three wins. They might be able to get another one and have four. The Chargers, who had four wins coming into this week, beat the Patriots. They now have five. The Titans draft pick got better. Will Levis can play. Tighten up on that. This is We know this is a terrible roster. We know that the coaching staff seems to be outmatched each week. But Will Levis can play. And the Titans are getting closer and closer 
to their decade-long left tackle. So this may look like rock bottom, and it may very well be. But it's not all bad for the Titans right now. So keep that in mind. But with that being said, we're going to get into Titan up, Titan down. Let me know your Titan ups, your Titan downs to start. We got to talk about this coaching staff because, again, it's not just a bad roster. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, guys, it's the holiday season, and you know like I know, at this time of year, it can be very difficult for a lot of people. I mean, you got seasonal blues just from the weather changing, which is something that's a big, I'm from the Midwest, obviously affects a lot of people. The holiday season seems like a fun, joyous time, but it can remind people of, you know, certain bad memories, certain trauma, certain loss. So it's not a great time, the holiday season, for everybody. And it's okay if you're somebody who maybe struggles this time of year. I think that whether or not you give a lot of gifts on the holidays, there is a gift that you should give yourself. And that's checking out BetterHelp Online Therapy so you can be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking about starting therapy, you got to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule, which is just exactly what you need if you're doing therapy and you're somebody like me. I have to have it to be convenient. I have to be able to have it when I need it, when it's available. And one of my favorite things is you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Again, something that's really important to me when it comes to therapy is making sure that I connect with my therapist and they make that very simple at BetterHelp. So make sure that in the season of giving, you give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Titans fans, let's continue today's recap edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about why this may be rock bottom for the Titans, but that doesn't mean that it's all bad, okay? We talked about that. Now, I want to get into Titan up, Titan down. Let me know your Titan ups and your Titan downs down below. I'm going to start, it is a loss after all, at home to the Colts. I'm going to start with Titan down and kind of talk about the, the Tennessee Titans coaching staff, which I don't think should be off the hook here. Before we get into it, thank you again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. But I'm sorry, this is not just a bad roster. Like I'm tired of giving the coaching staff a pass here just because the roster is bad. When does that happen in the NFL? When you get a clean pass. Now, we got the reports from Diana Rossini last week that Mike Vrabel wasn't on the hot seat, that, you know, they're committed to Mike Vrabel, and I get it. I really do. But Mike Vrabel has to make some serious changes here. Craig Ackerman must be fired. Now, I'm not going to expect, and if you're going to expect it, you're, you may be disappointed here. 
I would not expect Craig Ackerman to be fired on Monday. Okay, I'm sorry. Mike Vrabel making in-season changes to his coaching staff, just not something that we've seen, just not something that I expect. But I'm sorry, when I said this, like literally a few weeks ago, my everydayers will remember, when is the Tennessee Titans special team unit won them a game? When is the Tennessee Titans special team unit made a huge game-changing play, whether it be a big return, whether it be an onside kick, whether it be a blocked punt? When? When? They can barely get a punt returner out there just to catch the ball, let alone make big plays. The kicking situation's been a disaster for years. Thank God for Nick Folk, who came in today and saved it. But the number one Titan down for me is this coaching staff. You have two blocked punts for the first time since the year I was born. Both from the same place. So if someone, Mike Vrabel said it was an execution mistake on the first one, but he credits the Colts on the second one. You know what I hear? Hey, we messed up on the first one, and then Craig didn't coach him up on the second one, and they did the exact same thing. It's unacceptable. This is the second time in the last, what, four or five years that the Colts beat the Titans solely because they get two back-to-back play winning plays on punts the last time the Titans had like a FedEx driver kicking. I mean, why? how has the Titans special teams been average at best? People want to point to a few years where they were average, average at best, but most of the years of Mike Rabel's regime, the special teams have been terrible. But yet, Craig Aukerman has kept his job all along. So, Mike Rabel has to make changes with the coaching staff. And look, I have not been a guy who has hated on Tim Kelly a lot. I have not been a guy who thinks Tim Kelly is one of the main problems on this team. I don't. But you had a halftime, an entire halftime, and then the Colts ran a 10-minute drive. A 10-minute drive out of halftime. So you had nearly 25, 30 minutes to think of some plays to run, Tim Kelly, and you run Derrick Henry up the middle twice and then throw short of the sticks. Three and out. You had 30 minutes, and the most creative thing you could come up with is run up the middle, run up the middle, throw short of the sticks. That's it. So, look, this is a bad roster. This is a bad roster, one of the worst rosters in the NFL, and Mike Vrabel has proven that with a good roster, he can coach pretty well. I get it. But some of these issues with his coaching staff – the general philosophy of the way the Titans want to play football. Mike Vrabel wants to win every game 12-3. to That is a Titan down. That is the biggest Titan down. So you can blame the roster all you want, and the roster is bad. But there are definitely parts of this coaching staff and definitely areas of coaching throughout games where the roster is not being elevated to where it even could be by the coaching. And that, that matters, okay? That matters. So the coaching, and let's talk about this. Another tighten down. Kyle Phillips, a healthy scratch for this game. Where was Colton Dow? Did you see any Colton Dow? I didn't see much. He made one special teams tackle. Let me give Colton Dow his credit. He made one play. But... I said before the game, Kyle Phillips is a one-down player, 
And if he doesn't provide value on special teams, then he's not valuable enough to put on the roster. And a lot of you, shout out to my guy Will Lomas, of course, a lot of you responded with, if Kyle Phillips is a one-down player, then that is the problem. I can't argue with you. What kind of 1980s football are we running here when a guy like Kyle Phillips who can get open, who may be smaller, but who can get open, is just a healthy scratch? Don't even need Kyle Phillips out there. What kind of philosophy and what kind of offense do we want to be if Kyle Phillips can be a healthy scratch in a game? So a tighten down for that situation. A tighten down for the Traylon Burke situation. Seven snaps. Is he ready to play or not? Seven snaps. The Titans need a wide receiver. They need an offensive tackle. And they need a cornerback. What were their last three first-round picks? A wide receiver. Well, besides Peter Skaronsky. A wide receiver. A cornerback. An offensive tackle. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, a parting gift from John Robinson. Trading away the greatest wide receiver this team has ever seen and giving us Traylon Burks. Tighten down, man. Tighten down. Not only that, but this secondary. Look, Roger McCreary and Amani Hooker. Roger McCreary and Amani Hooker can play ball. All right? Don't lose sight of that. Roger McCreary and Amani Hooker can play ball. But Sean Murphy Bunting can only play zone because he can't play in man coverage. And he could basically only play cover two because he doesn't do well going backwards in cover three. And that's how the Titans got beat at the end. Christian Fulton, I just cannot wait for Fulton to be off this team. And I'm sure Mike Vrabel and Christian Fulton both agree with that. Elijah Molden, not good enough to be a starting safety. Kevon Wallace, there's a reason that he was picked up off waivers. Let's be real here. Terrell Edmonds, a scratch. This whole secondary needs totally revamped. And let's be honest here. The linebackers, they put up big numbers and tackles today. But the linebackers aren't good enough either. Aziz is a rotational third linebacker who's like your veteran third guy. Gibbons is just not good enough to be a starter right now. Maybe he gets better. Monty Rice isn't either. The Titans need brand new starting linebackers. They need to fill three out of five of the starting secondary positions. And look. The coaches, the wide receivers, the secondary, the linebackers tighten down. Major tighten downs there. But also, you guys can get excited about Jalen Duncan. You can type in the comment section that he's just a rookie. But my point here is, the Titans need brand new offensive tackles. Jalen Duncan should not be a starter on this team next year. Okay? Aaron Brewer should not be written in pen as the starting center. Daniel Brunskill shouldn't be... Daniel Brunskill has been probably the Titans' best offensive lineman throughout the entire like season total with Hubbard hurt and Skaronsky a surgery early. Okay? The Titans need a brand new offensive line other than Peter Skaronsky. If they can replace every single other position... That would be the safest thing to do. Now, it's probably going to be impossible to do that. So you probably get Aaron Brewer back at center. You get Brunskill back at right guard, which are things that I'll tolerate. But they need new offensive tackles entirely, okay? Brand new. So 
We can get excited about Jalen Duncan having a couple of good snaps here and there, but he's not going to be an answer next year. Okay, he's not. So tighten down for anybody thinking that Jalen Duncan is an answer next year. All right, they need new wide receivers or new offensive tackles and new wide receivers and new cornerbacks and new linebackers. I mean, on and on and on. So at the end of the day, though, the coaching staff has to do the right thing and utilize the players in the right way, and I'm worried about that. And anybody who watched that game should be because the Titans coaching staff was outclassed by Shane Steichen, who ain't going anywhere, and he's no Frank Reich. So with that being said, though, we are going to move forward. I want to end the show on a positive note. So we're going to finish with tighten up. Throw your tighten ups down in the comments. Tighten ups down in the comments, all right? Who were the players that stood out to you for positive reasons? Let's leave on a positive note here, but before we get into that. Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the best place to buy tickets, especially if you're looking for last-minute tickets because Game Time has killer last-minute deals. I've purchased multiple tick, uh, tickets for multiple events on Game Time. I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm a big supporter of Game Time. They have some great stuff. Like, one, you get all-in prices. You know you go on those ticket apps, and they give you a price, and then you go to check out, and your ticket is $50 more expensive than it was. Not on Game Time. They're going to tell you what the ticket is really going to cost you. And you get an actual accurate view from your seat. So you know, like, literally what the view from your seat is going to be. No lies, all right? They have a best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All you have to do is go download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NFL. That's L O C K E D O N NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's recap edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about why this is rock bottom for the Tennessee Titans. They lost in overtime at home. They got swept by a division rival. Their playoff chances are over. They broke their Nashville winning streak. They have injuries to the two best players on the team, Simmons and Derrick Henry. Their coaches got completely smoked by the coaches from the other team. There's a lot of bad. But with Will Levis's performances, or performance, even though Will Levis was saying this is his worst day as a Titan, which after I watched the film, it very well may be, but still he did enough to keep me very excited and very happy with all the crap around him, and the Titans' draft pick situation got better. So it may be rock bottom, but it's not all bad. We also talked about some Titan downs with the coaching and why it's not just a bad roster, the way this team is playing. But now I want to finish with some positivity. Let's get into the Titan ups, baby. Before we get into it, 
Do want to let you guys know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's got 24-7 coverage for you on the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On plus national shows and national coverage. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Also, thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first to listen each and every day. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. But... Tighten up, number one, for the Titans draft pick situation. As I said at the beginning of the show, the Chargers, who had four wins, won against the Patriots. The Patriots, Titans are never going to be as bad as their record anyway, so can let that go. The Patriots will be in the top three. The Chargers won six to nothing. Oh, what a despicable game. And they have five wins now. That's great. The Cardinals won over the Steelers. They have three wins now. Hopefully they get one more, maybe two more. Uh, Also, The Buccaneers leading at halftime over the Panthers. They have four wins. Maybe they can get a win here and go to five wins. That would all be huge for the Titans. All right? Absolutely huge. The Giants, the Jets, the Commanders, the Titans will be battling with those guys because I don't know how many games the Titans win the rest of the season. When I did my... my, Let me know how many games you think the Titans win the rest of the season. They played the Dolphins, the Texans, the Seahawks, the Texans, and the Jags again. Okay, when I did my prediction a couple of, like, last week, my everydayers will remember this. Shout out to my everydayers. I had the Titans winning two games the rest of the year against the Panthers and then this game against the Colts. I don't think the Titans win another game the rest of the year. And if they only have four wins, they have a great chance of getting in the top five. And boy, do they need to be in the top five to get one of Joe Alt or Olaf Fashano. All right, has to happen. Or they'll get a trade from one of the quarterbacks, Marvin Harrison Jr. Either way, I want to be in that top five. Well, tighten up for the Titans draft pick because losing this game sucks. The Titans may be at rock bottom, but at the end of the day, probably for the best. But a tighten up for Will Levis, man. He got sacked six times in this game. How many times do you see Will Levis throw the ball and he's being hit while he's throwing the ball? Like, how often does that happen? So a tighten up for Will Levis, who went 16 for 33, under 50%. I get it, but again, he got sacked six times. And his hit basically every time he's throwing. 16 for 33, 224 yards. Had the touchdown strike to DeAndre Hopkins. Will Levis has shown me enough. We have seen what we need to see. If you build a better team around Will Levis, he will make plays. Period. Period. Derrick Henry got hurt in this game. But 21 carries, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Both the touchdowns set up by big plays by Will Levis, by the way. Don't let people act like Will Levis' minimal touchdown throws are his fault. I mean, he's literally getting the Titans to the doorstep, and then Henry is running it in like it's supposed to happen. So, tighten up for Derrick Henry. Hope he's feeling better. But, let me say this. Tajay Spears is the future. You have Will Levis. He's going to work. He is a. Can I just say this about Will Levis? It's not just the stat line with Will Levis. They call it a fumble. He literally sprints up to the defender, gets the ball away from the defender, and gets the ball back. He's getting smoked every time. Gets the Titans a chance at a field goal at the end. Gives them 28 points. They should win scoring 28 points. He led the team down for what should have been a game-winning field goal if the Titans' defense wasn't absolutely terrible. 
The fact that a rookie quarterback was willing to check DeAndre Hopkins on the sideline and literally get a little feisty and tell him he made a mistake. Will Levis has shown enough, man. Will Levis has shown enough. So, combine that with Tajay Spears. 16 carries, 75 yards, had three catches, electric. Spears looked great when Derrick Henry went out. Spears was awesome. 19-yard run on that final drive there. Spears was great in this game. So, Will Levis and Tajay Spears, the Titans' backfield, we came into this season, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, old, expensive. Tajay Spears, Will Levis, good, young, cheap. Huge for the Titans moving forward. Huge, okay? DeAndre Hopkins, him and Levis, not on the same page early. Five catches, 75 yards, a touchdown. Chickaconquo has come to life in the last two games. Had three catches, 62 yards. I thought Skaronsky had a good game. On the D-line, Simmons, Autry, Landry, all look good in this game. Kyle Pecco had moments. Again, Amani Hooker and Roger McCreary. And shout out to Nick Folk. Ryan Stonehouse was good when he wasn't getting obliterated in the backfield. Anthony Kendall had a good tackle. Colton Dow had a good special teams tackle. But at the end of the day, for me, what it's really about is Will Levis and Tajay Spears are going to be fine. The Titans draft pick got in a better position. So this may be rock bottom for the Titans, and this win was ugly. Ugly again. 38 or 31 to 28 overtime loss at home, swept by your division rival, and any playoff conversation, and your Nissan Stadium win streak. The injuries to Derrick Henry, Ryan Stonehouse, Jeffrey Simmons, the coaching staff getting completely outcoached. All of that sucks. It's rock bottom. But the draft pick is in a better position today. The Titans may not win another game the rest of the year. And Will Levis and Tajay Spears can play. So you guys can choose to be miserable if you want. Me, I'm going to be an optimistic Titans fan, happy about the future ahead for this team. But with that being said, that will do it for today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans. 